0: Let me tell you about American Home Shield. You know, there's nothing better than, you know, sitting at home and the air conditioning goes out and you're like, oh, that's going to be cheap. Or, you know, the water heater or your refrigerator. That's I mean, I love the repairman. And usually they come right over and fix it the first time look to keep your home up and running and your budget on track you can do it with american home shield american home shield been around for 50 years and if they can't repair a covered item they'll replace it and your coverage extends from whole systems like heating and air to major appliances get the warranty you need for the price you can afford right now take 50 dollars off their most comprehensive plans ever. Go to ahs.com slash Beck. Do it now. Save $50. That's ahs.com slash Beck. 50 bucks off any plan. Service-free fees, limitations, exclusions. Do apply. See plan for details. ahs.com.
1: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is
0: the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Let's see. We've got, oh, Janet Yellen has admitted she was wrong about inflation. Gosh, you only have one job. You were the Fed chair your job is to make sure inflation doesn't happen and then you went to the treasury and you can't recognize inflation that's like me saying i'm uh, here on location and i'm oh i'm sorry i was just told i was talking into a pen that's your expertise and you can't recognize it we'll talk about that also joy behar says gun manufacturers are grooming kids. Oh my. <laughs> I'm going to take a 60-second break before my head explodes, and then we'll get into it. First, here's Rough Greens. Let me tell you about a decision I'm never going to regret, um, a decision I made for my dog because my dog can't talk, uh, which is weird. I don't know about your dog. Mine's a little slow, I guess. Uh, Uno is happier and healthier. He has gained weight. He is—I mean, I, when I first found uh, rough greens, he loved it, and he loved it so much. I'm like, this is dog crap, uh, cr- uh, crack. There is something in this that makes him crave it, and uh, and I, I brought it to the uh, the vet and said, "Hey, should I feed this to my dog?" I mean, he really, really likes it. And she looks at the bag and looks at everything in it. And she's like, Oh, yeah, no, this is great. Is he eating more? And I'm like, Yeah. And she's like, That's great. Feed it to him roughgreens.com i've seen a difference in my dog i think you'll see one in yours make sure your dog likes it and in fact they want to make sure that your dog likes it and you're not having to pay for that little test uh roughgreens.com back if you go there now you get your first bag free all you do is pay for shipping it's roughgreens.com back try it with your dog if he likes it just start feeding him uh, with rough greens on top of the food, and you'll see a change over the months. It is roughgreens, ruff com slash Beck, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Okay, so I've got some good news, and we'll get into this here in a second. But uh, Tom Tillis, uh, Chris Murphy, who I love, John Cornyn, oh, he's the best. They're they're in some very constructive gun reform talks uh, right now. And I'm going to I'm going to get into some of their reform it it, they're Oh, no, no. They are so good. In fact, uh, let me just let me just quote Chris Murphy from Connecticut. It is true. You know, Republicans are not willing to support everything that I support, like banning assault weapons. Murphy told CBS's face the nation last Sunday. But I really think that we could pass something that saves lives and breaks this logjam that we've had for 30 years, proving to Republicans that if you vote to tighten the nation's gun laws, the sky doesn't fall for you politically. Oh, oh, listen, Republicans. Yes, it will. Oh, yes, it will. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will be. Meanwhile, Joy Behar gets on TV uh, yesterday. I guess people still watch TV and The View for some strange reason. Uh, and um, uh, Sonny uh, Holston. Is it Hostin or Holstein? So- I think it's Hostess. Hostess: Okay, good. Uh why doesn't Congress do something about this gun thing? When you look at it, let's say uh Daniel Defense, the gun manufacturer. I mean, I think we have a copy of the ad. They're marketing to children and families. Look at this. I find it insulting. They're saying train up a child in the way he should go, when he's old he will not depart from it. That's proverbs. It's such a disturbing ad. Daniel Defense has since deleted this toddler tweet. But they actively are marketing towards children. Behar said, I think they call that grooming. It is grooming. Is it? Is it really? That's
1: also not an ad for children. That's an ad for adults who want to think about, you know, the, 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 they think about back to their childhood, no, think not about not the true. legacy as their children get no, older.
0: That's, that's a targeting to, to adults who are actually going to be the one purchasing the yeah, firearms. Not, not true. Not true. Mm. I know every toddler, every toddler mm. out there goes,
2: How to raise up a child. I get it. <laughs> well, I, that's all I can remember now.
0: Yeah, no, it's right to the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me, um, let me talk here a little bit about grooming, Joy. Uh, The number of men and women under 30 who reported exclusively heterosexual partners has dropped now from 96% in the 1990s to 92% in 2021. That's according to the Center for the Study of Partisanship and Ideology. However, most surveys indicate that the number of Americans under 30 who identify as LGBT is around 20%. Hmm. Now that's weird. What's happened there? The majority of the increase in LGBT identity can be traced to how those who only engage in heterosexual behavior describe themselves. Mm-hmm. The 2008 attitudes and behavior are similar. Uh, by 2021, LGBT identification was running at twice the rate of LGBT sexual behavior. So, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. 20% except. It's running in behavior exactly the same. Huh. Hmm. What could be going there? Uh, Most liberal survey respondents moved uh, from about 10 to 15 percent non-heterosexual in 2016 to 33 percent. Somebody's printing homosexuals. Uh, It's a far bigger shift than any other group. LGBT identification was also disproportionately associated with anxiety and depression in young people. And the group which grew the most among the LGBT community were bisexuals. Mm significant majority of whom were women. University students majoring in social sciences and humanities were found to be about 10 points more LGBT than those studying STEM. Huh. Do lesbians and homosexuals not like the sciences? Hmm. 52% of students taking highly political majors, such as race or gender studies, 52% are LGBT. Huh. Now, according to the report, various surveys indicate that gender nonconformity, such as identifying as transgender or non-binary, is actually on the decline after reaching its peak. Huh. Do you think that has anything to do with grooming? Oh, by the way, grooming, an arrest warrant has been filed for 28 year old former Oklahoma middle school teacher Ivy Renault. She's accused of allegedly sending nude pictures to a 16 year old student. If convicted, she faces felony charges for using technology to engage in communication for sexual or purient interest with a minor. She's also the assistant soccer coach and has said to make the move after meeting the student at practice and overhearing rumors that he liked her. Somebody hasn't moved on from grade school. By the way, um, the BBC has altered now the alleged rape victims quote to avoid misgendering her trans biological male attacker. Stu, you saw Ricky Gervais. This was his opening comedy routine. British broadcasting company under fire after a staff complained that the news agency altered a rape victim's quotes to avoid misgendering her biological male transgender attackers pronouns. The paper reported that BBC diversity team made the unethical and disrespectful decision to change a rape's victim quotes about a lesbian woman who felt pressure to have sex and relationships with a biological man who identifies as a transgender woman. In the article, one lesbian victim recounted her experiences with the transgender woman who physically forced her to have sex with him after a date and allegedly threatened to ostracize her if she refused. She discussed the horrifying experience with the BBC using he and him pronouns. However, the news agency changed those pronouns to they and them. So you got that going for you. Do you remember that comedy routine from Ricky Gervais? <laughs> there, there's what no if such she, thing as comedy anymore. Yeah. What if she uh, what if he rapes me? What if she rapes me? <laughs> it, it, I We are living in insanity. By the way, I know you love Taco, Taco Bell. There's something very, very exciting that you can attend. Mm-hmm. Fans who attend uh, this new event... Will uh, see captivating visual backdrops, Ooh. craveable breakfast menus, ah. thrilling lip syncs, ah, that and extraordinary good. high kicks and dips. According, sounds great, yeah. To Taco Bell, Taco Bell has uh, launched now a series of drag brunch, uh, sorry, drag brunch events, Ooh. hosted by the fabulous drag performer and taco extraordinaire K. Oh, oh, case, they quesadilla. got quesadilla? Quesadilla. Oh, and Quesadilla, wow. I guess. Quesadilla. <sighs> oh, so quesadilla,
1: not quesadilla. Why would it be qu- pronounced quesadilla if they're trying to play off quesadilla? And we My are guess t- this is it's pronounced quesadilla. <laughs> I hear the, word. the worst. You know, this Here's is typical of you. On the be- In the beginning of Pride Month, here we are. Yeah. June 1st. Yeah. The, the first day of of pride month and not only do you you slander quesadilla yeah but you bring this
0: hate to the table yeah and Uh, also with you bring hate and no nachos unlike taco bell all i'm saying is all i'm saying is i think grooming is happening somewhere and i don't think it's in the gun world i think grooming is happening oh by the way other kind of grooming is happening with our kids school children are used to eating hot dinners such as fish and chips, spaghetti, and lasagna. But children at four primary schools in Wales are set to take part in workshops organized by scientists and teachers to inform them about the benefits of eating alternative protein, i.e. bugs. These will include plant-based foods and may involve edible insects depending on whether they received the novel foods approval by the food standards agency. These will be in the form of conventional mints, which combine plant-based and alternative protein. So they are, they are now experimenting with our children and trying to show them how great it is to eat fricking bugs. Meanwhile, in Illinois, school leadership previewed plans for eliminating zeros from the grade book and instead encourage and reward growth over time. High school in a Chicago suburb is going away uh, and, and getting rid of punishing students for not turning in homework on time or failing to participate in class on the basis of upholding political values and racial equity. According to West Cook News, the administration at Oak Park and River Forest High School in Illinois is planning this radical overhaul for the upcoming school year. Students will reportedly no longer be punished for missing classes or failing to turn in homework because it impacts black students more i would not show up or do any homework at this school why assign it also isn't that incredibly racist yes
1: yes so black kids that's them just saying black kids don't do homework and are bad at school that's the that's what that you just
0: summarized that point hold on just a second the stated end goal of the plan is to have equitable assessment and grading practices Implemented throughout all school courses by autumn 2023, many teachers are successfully exploring and implementing more equitable grading practices, such as utilizing aspects of competency-based grading, eliminating zeros from the grade book, and encouraging and rewarding growth over time. The school said the teachers will make grading improvements that reflect our core beliefs. So what they're doing, a teacher may unintentionally let non-academic factors like student behavior or whether a student showed up to a virtual class or anything like that will interfere with their final evaluation of
1: schools. Showing up to class is a a, non-academic behavior? That's uh, that's a personal bias. Oh, Personal... I thought you're supposed to show up to class throughout mm-hmm. school, like the entire time. Mm-hmm. But that w- that was just, I was doing that because I had mm-hmm. made personal choices to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm.
0: Chicago mm-hmm. schools have now had segregated field trips uh, in a year that was the battleground for teachers unions making demands about how and when school systems return to in-person learning. So they've got this great thing that uh, you're going to be graded on a curve based on your race. Um, so if you are white, your curve, you get a lower grade. Uh, and if you're black or Hispanic, definitely not Asian, you get a higher grade because what black people can't do things. Is that what you're saying? Seems to be what they're saying. America (laughs) You have to uh, wake up soon on who the racist is, who is just lowering standards so they can have just a bunch of slaves that can't read or write or think. That is the grooming in our schools. Back in a minute. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Okay, you're thinking about your house and maybe moving. Maybe it's a change of scenery. Maybe it's time to downsize. Maybe you're investing in another property. Whatever the case is, you want to lock your rate in right now because they're going to keep going up. As the year goes on, interest rates are going to go up. And every time the rates increase, your home buying power goes down. Don't let that happen. With American Financing's Lock and Shop You can take your time to find the perfect place in the ideal neighborhood at the right price, and you won't have to worry about the rates rising while you do it. You call them today, get the approval process started, and you can lock your rate in for four months without any upfront fees. That's fantastic strategic way to stretch your home buying budget a little further and the beauty of it is it only takes 10 minutes to get started it's american financing america's home for home loans call them now american financing 800-906-2440 or go to americanfinancing.net 10 seconds station id Tonight is one of the more important shows uh, that I've done in a while. This is, um, uh, this is up there with the impeachment, if you really wanted to understand that, and ESG. And when I say your kids are being groomed, uh, what are they being groomed for? Well, think of all the things that are wrong in our country right now. We have food shortages. And believe me, please, please. You know, my grandfather taught me in the depression, if we would have only known what the rich were doing, we would have done it, and we would have been we would have survived and if we had money going into the depression, it was easier to survive. I, I talked to people I just spent the weekend with uh, at a dinner uh, with a bunch of people who were hundred millionaires and billionaires, and I, I just sat there you know, like a, like a, you know, a, a bump on the log. And I just said to them, so what do you think is coming our way? And what, what do we do? Please, there's an opportunity for to you, for you to hear what rich people are doing, but you have to do it if you believe it. Um, because they are living a different life right now. They are doing different things. There's an undersupply of labor Housing and commodities, a coming energy crisis. We're about to have, you know, real food shortages. Our homes starved of energy, cars starved of fuel. What, how can this get worse? It is going to get worse. The Build Back Better bill was stalled, but that didn't stop them. Plans were set in motion within the government during the final uh, days of the Trump administration. He had nothing to do with it. Tonight, I'm going to show you what government agencies are doing. A global, a global government and the plans that are already in place with the help of the Biden administration. It is a man-made disaster turned into crisis Turned into opportunity. I will show you tonight how it all comes together. You can only be, you're only able to watch half of it tonight because we get into all the forbidden zones, uh, you know, on YouTube. So only half of it will be available on YouTube. It's at nine o'clock. Please join us. In fact, use the promo code Bidenflation. For $20 off your subscription at tvcom slash Glenn, Bidenflation, $20 off your subscription. Now, we will see you tonight at 9. It's a don't-miss episode. The
1: Glenn Back Program.
0: Here is the honest and awful truth. Your car is going to have problems eventually, and the longer we hold on to our cars because they're too expensive to replace now... Uh, the more problems we're going to have, because the more miles we're going to rack up, you know, as long as we can pay for the gas to get the car started. It is insanely expensive, and sometimes it can take a long time to fix our cars now. So what do we do? Well, Car Shield offers protection plans for about 100 bucks a month. That will cover more parts than ever before. Whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles on it doesn't m- matter. When you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork, or the headaches, or the check. All you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield handles everything else. CarShield. It will take care of you when your car breaks down. and gives you a rental car and everything else. When your car breaks down, count on CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888 carshield.com slash Beck. Save 10% carshield.com slash Beck. Fight Bidenflation with your Blaze TV
1: subscription. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the code Bidenflation to save 20 bucks. Hello, Stu. Glenn! How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You seem a little down today, I feel like. Not down. I'm pensive. Pensive? Pensive.
0: Yes. I don't pensive. know. I seem... There's more than
1: pensive going on, I feel like. With it's you.
0: just, uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I've got a lot to talk about on the economy today. A lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that people really need to, uh, understand. I have to convince my wife now to take what remaining money we have in the stock market out of the stock market while it's up, uh, today. Uh, and I, you know, I just, uh, there's just a lot going on, just a lot going on, uh, when it comes to, you know, the, um the economy and and w- inflation and i don't think people understand yet this is just beginning just beginning the you know uh, um, Janet yellen said oh you know i was still, whoops whoopsie got that one wrong At first i said it wasn't there was no inflation then mm-hmm. i said it was nothing to worry about then i said it was transitory then i said uh, okay, there's some inflation. And now I go, Dear mother of God, what have we done? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, did you see this clip of? I think it's. Uh,
1: of, I should know. Of course, it is Peter Doocy because he's the only one who ever asks any difficult questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, to, uh, to the spokes- White House spokesperson. But the new White House spokesperson, which we should, we should know, uh, it is Pride Month. And this spokesperson happens to be um, LGBTQ. To IA+ plus, and et cetera. I, that is so good. And it's so important for you to know that. Mm-hmm. In the, in this particular month of Pride Month, yeah, no, it now, is. I look, mean, she totally would have been hired if she was not LGBTQ A two plus. No, I don't think so. No, I mean, a hundred percent. No, I don't. Definitely think so. the have best person her? from the job, independent of yeah, her sexuality no, don't or color so. of her skin. Yeah, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, she, you just independently, this is the best person in America mm-hmm. to just has the mastery of every mm-hmm. issue. Now. you yeah, sure. She has to look down and read every single answer uh, to every question, but it, that, doesn't, that has nothing to do with it. It's uh, just geez. individual mastery of this material. That's yeah. the reason she has this job. Yeah. And uh, she was asked by uh, Peter Ducey. I-, I know Vladimir Putin is most of this inflation, but is well, <laughs> any of it your got, responsibility? Got, listen to this. Here it
0: is. And you just mentioned Putin a few times as a reason for recent inflation. Do you guys think that any part of inflation this
1: year is because of President Biden's spending plans? Or is it all Putin's fault?
0: Well, what I can say is we are, and Brian just spoke to this, we are at a historic place when it comes to the economy
1: oh it's a story. when it comes
0: to uh, unemployment being at the lowest that we have seen in some time uh-huh. when it comes to the president
1: creating more jobs in oh, his first term right. his first this year is... than any other president because no one 8. was going 8. to million work million. everything <laughs> was closed now, down we we, place place you, uh, we we told you you can pause it we told you hey guys you're not allowed to go to work <laughs> mm-hmm. all of the businesses need to close and now he's adding jobs like crazy from that compared to that era yeah. where people were literally oh. not allowed by their employer to come mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. demand was depressed artificially mm-hmm. in a way that we've never seen in, seen in world history. But mm-hmm. let's take credit for that. After arguing for the closings, <laughs> now let's take credit for the eventual yeah, openings.
0: So, you know, they're back in front of the courts arguing for the mask mandates to come back oh good, okay so good. They, they, they just announced that yesterday um i don't know if anybody saw this from the cbo which is always wrong always wrong when it comes to spending then they're always right when they're like dear mother of god what's happened okay The Congressional Budget Office has just confirmed that President Joe Biden is blameworthy for the record high inflation that is punishing workers. Further, this nonpartisan source says that Biden's preferred fix, raising taxes, will only make the economy worse. The CBO's annual economic outlook adds further force to the arguments against Biden made by other Democrats, such as former President Barack Obama's National Economic Council Director Larry Summers. The CBO squarely blames Biden's 2021 COVID stimulus package for today's high inflation. The CBO noticed uh, or noted that the stimulus checks were sent to every family and it significantly boosted demand. Causing inflationary pressure on its own. But there's more. By paying workers not to work, Biden's COVID stimulus artificially slowed the recovery of labor force participation. So in other words, it's not the jobs he created. It's the jobs he stopped from being created. This lack of workers strains supply chains, thus providing a second source of upward pressure on prices. The CBO predicts that this Biden-caused inflation will persist into the next year, tempered only by the Federal Reserve's willingness to raise interest rates. And what does that do? What does raising the interest rate? It stops you from buying a house. It stops companies from taking out loans. It stops people out uh, stopping taking loans to start a new business. So that's their solution, gang. Biden also wants to make the economic situation worse. This according to the CBO by repealing the 2017 tax cuts and jobs act. Speaking of which, The CBO is reporting uh, that former President Donald Trump's signature tax bill had been a boon to both the economy and to the government coffers. According to the CBO, federal corporate income tax collections in 2017, before the rate cut, came in at $297 billion. By 2021, they had jumped to $372 billion a 25% increase in taxes being delivered to the IRS in just four years, which significantly outpaces inflationary growth and amounts to a larger percentage of the overall economy. Tax cuts generated more tax revenue for the IRS. This is something we've talked about since about 2004. That's long before
1: that. No. I mean, this program. <laughs> right. I mean, I, the, And this happens, this has happened, by the way, within a few years of every single tax cut. Every single one of them. And what the left will do, and the media will do, will say, well, if you would have kept the tax rates higher, you would have even more No, you income. wouldn't. You might. But, like, you wouldn't. our goal is not to fund the government to levels... Uh, never before seen. That should not be our goal as a society. Our goal isn't to give more money and more power to the government so we can have less. Th- that is not our goal. You know, the fact that the government is taking in more dollars than it was a few years ago before the tax cut it should show all of this panic that is constantly out there about tax cuts is fraudulent. This occurs every single time, all the times. This thing happens, and yet every time there's a tax cut, we're told that we're going to run out of money, that we're going... We're not. We have a spending problem in this country, not a revenue problem. And, you know, it's funny, Glenn, when they went through COVID, we spent multiple trillions of dollars because we told everyone they had to be home, and uh, even with all that spending, there was a belief among a lot of economists that it wouldn't be this bad. Right? It wasn't until... Biden decided to spend one point nine trillion more dollars after COVID and the worst of COVID had passed. And people were coming back to work and demand was already showing that it was already ramping up. He then after that decided to spend one point nine trillion dollars and, and another trillion on infrastructure, by the way, which the Republicans are just as much to blame as Biden is for at least that chunk of it. And that is what has really fueled. This inflationary period beyond what might have been expected
0: from a a real catastrophe. Here's what I want you to know. Listen carefully to me, please. Can you imagine paying a dollar per egg? Twelve dollars a dozen. If you can't imagine it, wait a few months because this is what is happening the USDA is now starting to predict uh overwhelming price increases. The highest predicted change in food costs in well over 40 years. The USDA is now warning in their revised May food price outlook uh that uh, things are grim. <clears throat> Here it is. The First wave was December and January, wave two, March-April inflation. However, there is data now that there is a third wave, and it is double the prior two waves. The USDA predicts egg prices will increase by 19 to 20% from where they are right now. They also say there will be regions with much higher retail increases than that. Two months ago, USDA had egg inflation at 2.5 or 3.5 year over year. So they've moved it from the high of 3.5 to a forward outlook of 20.5. Food at home, uh, grocery store prices up 7 to 8% in the monthly review. Versus the April outlook of a rise of five to six percent. So, when they say when they say prices are going up, prices rose eight point one percent, and there is no uh, reason to think that the foreca- forecast will not rise again. If you look at the prices at the supermarket. And how it's increased in the last six months, the USDA is now saying double that, and that's what you're looking for late this fall. This is going to, we're going to have serious problems, serious problems, because how do you even get to the grocery store if gas is $7 a gallon? How do people get from their farm into town at $7 a gallon? This is all a manufactured crisis. This is all because of what the government is doing to quote Barack Obama. Your prices will necessarily go up.
1: believe the term was skyrocket.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is is a well-laid plan. And I will show you why they're doing it tonight. Because I'll show you the second wave of control that is just around the corner. And the foundations are already laid. It's already in. So why would you need all of this infrastructure? Why would FEMA need to go from a react to a crisis to a prevent a crisis organization. Huh. And what does that even mean? And did you vote for it? Did you know it was happening? Tonight, 9 p.m., Blaze TV. Get it on Blaze TV uh, with your subscription. Uh, You can watch the first part on uh, YouTube but we are going to be using what they would deem naughty terms. By the way, did you see that? Uh, what was the one of the the um, uh, social media channels banned me for hate speech because I explained what was on the Hunter Biden laptop? Now that's being deemed hate speech get the information while you can blaze tv.com slash glenn use bidenflation uh and save 20 percent on your year subscription all right my patriot supply <laughs> what a time to talk about them perfect timing uh if you're not already well stocked with long-term emergency food storage now is the time to fix that before it's too late um i, I You know, when things hit, it will be too late. Uh, Things like emergency food storage, if they have it in stock, uh, will be one thing. If you can afford it, will be the other. Please go to preparewithglenn.com today. Made a special deal to get $150 off the three-month emergency food kit. This is the stuff I have to protect my family. It's really good. It lasts 25 years. Having food storage is so important. And it's something that people don't do because in China, they think about buying an umbrella on a sunny day, but we don't. It's a sunny day. Please prepare Go to preparewithglenn.com, preparewithglenn.com. The kits will ship fast and free. They're in unmarked boxes for your privacy. Get one for every family member. Please, preparewithglenn.com, preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. There is a uh, great story um, about what we were just talking about in the conservative treehouse. I'm going to tweet it out here in a second. USDA raises food price forecast highest level in 42 years. Um, and I think it's something that you need to read uh, and, and know. And it has a couple of really good pieces of advice. He said, uh, not all news associated with this is bad news. As you read this, you have information that allows you to take control and be proactive you will not be part of the national population that is stunned in september and october you know now what is coming with that in mind do what you can today tomorrow this week to be proactive and offset the impact in your own life taking action reduces stress perhaps shop proactively for your holiday shelf stable food items now look for circulars and uh, online uh, for coupons um, for uh, Not for then, but use it now. Perhaps learn to make some of the foods you would normally purchase already prepared. Plus, plant a garden. If you can, plant a garden. It's going to take people by surprise when you see, you know, fresh foods and how much they are uh, worth. The harvest now are worth 50% more than they were three months ago.
1: let me tell you about manscaped yes manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle this is the performance package you join over four million men worldwide who trust manscaped with this exclusive offer you're going to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code back at manscaped.com. This performance package has it all. You get the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You get the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. You get the cop preserver or a crop preserver deodorant for, you know, the air down there and you get the crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, a travel bag, all the stuff you need. Manscaped has revolutionized the field of self care for men. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. You don't want those. Uh, that's bad they also have the advanced skin safe technology and waterproof uh it's waterproof and it includes the led spotlight all the stuff you need get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code back at manscaped.com 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com the code is back the ladies love it the fellas live by it and you won't regret it manscaped.com
0: Welcome to the Glenbeck program. Well, what is going on with our banks and investment? Up in Canada, the Scotia Bank has now apologized to those that had frustration and inconvenience because they froze the bank accounts if you were connected to the Freedom Convoy. Please accept our sincere apologies for the frustration and inconvenience this situation may have caused, and thank you for your patience while we prepared our response. This is a letter that has just gone out. Um, they're apologizing now? For Did they want to do that? Did they volunteer? Were they forced to do that? Our money is being manipulated and used against us quite a charge to make but Daniel Cameron uh, the Kentucky Attorney General can go into ESG and stakeholder capitalism and how they're using our money to do things you didn't vote for and it's actually costing you 60 seconds we'll talk to him let's say you wanted a child to build a kitchen table Okay, I mean, assuming you know what you're doing, the first thing you would have to do is gather the proper tools so they could do the job right. Uh, Then you'd have to teach them, right? Okay, there's a book from the Tuttle Twins that I want you to have for free. Uh, They're giving it away while supplies last. All you pay for is shipping called the Tuttle Twins and their amazing show business. It doesn't teach your kids how to make a table. It teaches your kids how to do business. What it takes to have uh, a business, to create your own business, to follow your own path. What tools do you need? It is a great way to illustrate for your kids or your grandkids the fundamentals about the American way. You and your kids need to read this book. It's Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. You'll get it for free. Just pay for shipping at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's just the cost of shipping for Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Daniel Cameron is joining us now. He's the Kentucky attorney general, the 51st uh, attorney general for the Commonwealth of uh, Kentucky. He's the first African-American independently elected to statewide office in Kentucky's history and the first Republican elected to the attorney general's office since 1948. Daniel, welcome to the program. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me on this morning.
0: Thank you for everything that you're doing. You're one of these attorney generals that are taking ESG very seriously. Um, And you say that stakeholder capitalism, environmental, social and governance investment practices actually violate the laws of Kentucky. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean,
3: Glenn, that's that's right. I, it is inconsistent with state law. And honestly, I, I think if you look at our law or if you even look at some of uh, the the uh, language in ERISA itself, uh, the requirement of investors regarding uh, pension systems uh, here in the Commonwealth indicate that the way that the investments are supposed to work is that they are solely to bring and, and, and bring money for uh, the b- beneficiary. And right. so that is the sole mission and purpose of an investment. Uh, and so when you see things like ESG that um, are ancillary interest and could have a uh, consequential negative impact on the investments of teachers, uh, firefighters, law enforcement, other state public employees, That's something that as AG of Kentucky, I'm going to stand up against and and uh, uh, make sure that folks here in the Commonwealth know that we're going to be watching this very closely uh, to ensure that the investment practices are done in a way that is solely for the benefit of the beneficiary as opposed to some of these ancillary interests related to ESG.
0: If I'm not mistaken, a uh, study just came out last week or the week before that showed that the ESG funds, many of them, are performing under the market. Um, And uh, one of the uh, big, uh, it may have been BlackRock, I'm not sure which one, uh, but one of the big uh, funds came out and said, yeah, well, I mean, for a while you are going to make uh, less money, fewer returns on your investment, but in the long run, it's the right thing to do, and it'll pay off. That's not you can't do yeah. that,
3: Glenn. You, you, I mean, you're exactly right. You think about uh, the folks sitting at their dinner table who have worked in here in Kentucky, at least in in state government, or have uh, served as teachers, or firefighters, or law enforcement. You know, they don't want to hear that they're in their uh, investments, their pensions might take a hit because somebody in New York at some uh, asset management firm uh, wants to uh, figure out a way to include ESG in their uh, financial strategy. That just is not something that's going to sit well with folks here in Kentucky, and I dare say not going to sit well with a lot of your listeners. They oh, yeah. want sound financial Investments that are based on the sole responsibility of looking out for the beneficiary rather than environmental, social, and governance uh, type uh, strategies uh, that, again, are not specific to uh, making money for the beneficiary.
0: And it's, you know, another problem with this is is people don't understand it's because of ESG we're having these gasoline prices, we're having the fuel shortages because. The ESG investors uh, are taking our state funds, you know, every union that has the the funds, the pension funds, that all is going into investment. Most of it is going to places like BlackRock, and they won't invest in coal or uh, Mm -hmm. petrochemicals. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, when you run out of money, you run out of gas and fuel. Yeah, no, that's that's right. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of, um, you know, fossil fuels, uh, natural
3: gas and uh, uh, coal companies that say that on the open market, it's hard for them to find financing. Right. right? And it's because the these um, index funds or these asset managers are using other people's money. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. They are they're not using their own money. They're using other people's money. They're using retirees money. They're using folks that have been working in state government and state systems, again, teachers, law enforcement, they're using their money to make these decisions. And, uh, you know, your listeners and folks here at home don't necessarily know this. And so one of the reasons we wanted to issue this opinion, uh, and we were asked to issue this opinion, is to put a spotlight on it. So that, and look, this is, uh, whether it's in this context or other contexts, the more information people have, the better decisions and informed decisions they can make in terms of where their money is going, how it's being spent. You're seeing this in so many different contexts and so many different industries. And that's why I'm obviously honored to be on with you this morning to talk about this, because I think, uh, as patriots, as men and women who get up and work every day and, and want to see a better future for themselves and their children, they don't want their money going to some of these, uh, uh, ideas or strategies that are not aligned with their own values. And so that's also another reason that we decided to issue this opinion.
0: You stated in this opinion investment management firms have publicly committed to coordinating joint action for ESG purposes, such as reducing climate change. For example, the steering committee at the Glasgow Alliance for Net Zero states. These, quote, the systematic change needed to alter the planet's climate trajectory can only happen if the entire financial system makes ambitious commitments and operationalizes those commitments with near term action. Nobody voted for this.
3: (laughs) And and Glenn, it's to your point earlier, right, Uh, as 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 domestic uh, production of gas and oil goes down, our prices at the pump are going up. And so the challenge that we are seeing is that this is hurting uh, the pocketbooks of the working men and women of this country. Uh, and again, we, as, as you all often talk about, have got to stand up and be willing to push back against these notions that are out of line with uh, the majority of the values of the men, women, children across America.
0: Okay. So what are you doing as attorney general? You, you say you were asked to uh, release this. Who asked you to do that?
3: So uh, our state treasurer, uh, Allison Ball uh, asked us because she had uh, concerns as well about. Good for how her. Is our, yes, absolutely. How is our process here in Kentucky? Are we to be um, uh, single minded in, in making sure that the beneficiaries uh, that their money or the money that they put into the system uh, that the investments themselves mirror or um, make sure that uh, those dollars can be maximized as opposed to taking some sort of hit because of these ESG goals. Uh, So she asked us uh, to look into this. Obviously, Uh, As it relates to any single investment, that's a fact-intensive inquiry. So if we are, you know, asked to conduct any sort of investigation, we'd have to, uh, uh, you know, take a a fine-tooth comb, if you will, and look through that analysis. But we wanted to put a marker down. We wanted to put a flag in the sand to say this cannot be a process uh, that is jeopardized in Kentucky when it comes to making money for our beneficiaries. That process cannot be jeopardized. By these ESG approaches,
0: so the the three biggest uh, you know firms that are involved have, I mean, trillions of dollars. They most likely have some Kentucky money in it. Um, are you going uh, after those? Are you taking those out or looking? Is she looking at individual firms that are ESG based? Yeah.
3: So we wanted to empower uh, our our pension boards, if you will, our trustees, to have this information. Uh, so that they can make wise decisions moving forward on what our investments look like and to uh, scrutinize those closely uh, and report back to us if there's anything that we need to be undertaking in terms of investigating uh, any of the actions of the asset managers.
0: Real quick, could you just talk to other attorney generals in other states that may not be pursuing something like this and to the American people on how important this is, how dangerous this is?
3: Well, I'll say to uh, my colleagues um, and other uh, attorneys general across uh, the country, uh, this is a big issue. This is important uh, to the pocketbooks of the working men and women. Look, I'm a part of a party, the Republican Party, that believes in uh, standing up for the values of the working men and women and the working class folks all across this country. And I know a lot of my colleagues believe in that. This is a way to do it, to stand up to these ESG practices that, have uh, invaded a lot of the investment strategies uh, across uh, our, our financial markets. What I'll say to hear to your listeners and folks back home is pay attention to this stuff, whether it's um, in the financial context or uh, in uh, Hollywood or entertainment more broadly, we've got to be careful about where our dollars are going and what they are funding. Uh, so this is a, again, these ESG practices are, are things that uh, are an investment strategy that is using your money. That, let's be clear on that. It's not using uh, the, uh, the leaders of these investment funds. It's your money that's being used uh, to finance and fund these uh, ESG strategies. And again, I know that's not aligned with uh, or in alignment with a lot of the values of the folks across our country.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being um, attentive to this and being a leader out front. Uh, His name is Daniel Cameron. He is the Kentucky Attorney General. Daniel, thank you so much. God bless. God bless you, Glenn. Thanks. Um, Tonight on television, I am doing one of those shows that um, we were just banned on one social media last week because I... Uh, played a clip from a show where we were talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. And I can guarantee you that everything that I said had been vetted and is true. Every word was true. It was banned. uh, That that video was banned uh, from, I I don't remember which one, Um, but they did it because they marked it hate speech. So now talking about Hunter Biden's laptop is hate speech. No, it's facts regarding a criminal case. That's that's what that is. Tonight, you'll get about half of what we have on YouTube. If you watch the blaze for free on YouTube, you can still watch it. But you'll only get about half of this tonight because dangerous words are going to be used Uh, So if you want the whole thing, make sure you are uh, watching at 9 p.m. But tonight we talk about the food shortages, baby food shortages, out of control, inflation, the undersupply of labor, housing, commodities, energy crisis. What is coming is a crisis. But that's what the left loves. Plans were set into motion within our own government during the final days of the Trump administration. And outside activists have coordinated directly with the Biden team. And they have plotted ways to fundamentally transform this country without congressional approval, without your knowledge. And Biden has been following that plan. Most haven't noticed Most will never notice. Government agencies are set. Global governments just made plans with the help of the Biden administration itself last week to help pull this emergency crisis rush to help plan that they have. Tonight, we will tell you all about it and you need to know it. Because you need to know what is coming. Uh, That way you won't panic when it happens and you won't run into the arms that have created the problems. Don't miss tonight's special tonight, 9 p.m. Famine and blackouts. How Biden made disasters will cripple America. That's tonight at 9 p.m. If you'd like to join the Blaze, please just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Biden in Bidenflation for $20 off of your subscription. 20% off now. Biden inflation is uh, the promo code at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Do it now. Join us. Become a part of our family. Mark wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, uh, I've worked in construction for over 30 years. I deal with back, knee, and hip problems, but Relief Factor, this stuff is great. My pain now is very low, and I can keep up with all the young guys now. Thank you. Thumbs up, Relief Factor. Mark, thank you for writing in. I'm glad that Relief Factor has worked for you and so many others that have written in and I've met in the streets and everything else that are walking around and they're out of pain or darn near out of pain doing things they never thought they would be able to do again because of an accident or life 3 week quick start try it now it's a dollar a day 1995 it's trial pack and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered this trial pack and about 70% of them order more month after month after month that says a ton. Relieffactor.com. Call 800 relief 800 the number 4 relief. We need you on deck and in the game. Get out of pain. Relieffactor.com. Call 800 the number 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> All right, America. First of all, I want to thank you so much for listening to this program and the podcasts and everything else. We've seen such amazing growth uh, in the last, uh, I don't know, 18 months or so. It's been remarkable. And uh, we thank you for that. Thank you. Um, We'd like to ask you for your help on something. If you listen to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, would you uh rate and review our podcast that is the way people discuss the algorithms if there's lots of ratings and reviews the algorithms you know are like oh somebody everybody's watching this and they're very excited about it we have to share it so what i'd like to do is i'm gonna if you leave us five-star rating and leave a review I'm going to read the best reviews on the air, and now, now I'm not looking like it's great or some bullcrap that you would put on Stu's, you know, podcast. Uh, wow. I want—I don't know why—I don't know why I had to be vilified in this. Situation. I want listening to this podcast made me realize I have superpowers, mm. and I've been using my X-ray vision ever since because the algorithm doesn't read them. Um, so I want—I want reviews that are. You know, epic, epic. And I'll write, I'll read the best ones (laughs) on the air. So uh, go to wherever you get your podcast and rate and review. Uh, So the algorithm will help share this to like-minded people who, for some strange reason, just don't know about our podcast. Am I right? Those are bad people, communists. they could be good people once they realize this show gives you
1: superpowers. Yeah. The only way to prove that you're not in ISIS is to
0: leave a review about your superpowers. I don't want to say that's true, but I don't want to say it's not true either. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Back in uh, just a minute.
1: The Glenn Back
0: Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now, if you had a way to boost your savings and transform your financial life at the same time, you'd do it, right? Well, you can by paying down the high interest debt that you have. If you're a homeowner, it can give you uh, a lot of money. All you have to do is use the equity that you've already earned in your house. It takes as little as 10 minutes 10 minutes to get you started on a new financial future. Uh, you're going to be working with um, uh, salary-based mortgage consultants. They don't work for the bank. They work for you, and they will find the custom loan around your needs. And you could save up to $1,000 a month. Think about how much money that would uh, save you and how much money that would uh, be. for a, That's, a, that's $12,000 a year. What could you do with that money? Please. No pressure, no obligation. Just find out how they can help you at AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net.
1: BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get on uh, your subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Bidenflation for 20 bucks off.
0: Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a new addition to our international pandemic regulations that come from the WHO. They were um, uh, they were meeting last week in Davos. And I wanted to bring somebody on who has really been following this. Daniel Horowitz. He's a blaze podcast host. Uh, conservative review and senior editor for theblaze.com. Daniel, how are you, sir?
2: We are doing all right, even in this perilous time.
0: Yeah, boy. Um, I- I'll tell you, I'm doing a show tonight, Daniel, on all of the things that are happening. And I don't even think we touch, we might touch on the WHO um, and what they're doing, uh, but that's not our main focus. The, everything is being lined up for an emergency, and when that emergency is announced, you got nothing. There's no freedom anywhere. Uh, can can you uh, talk to us about the WHO and what they did with their new health policy?
2: Sure. There's actually a lot of positive news and uncanny news as well, in which the East and the West have been mixed up in our lifetime. So essentially, to go over this, the Biden administration submitted 13 amendments to this international health regulations that taken together would serve to cancel out all of the requirements to consult with the host country before declaring a public health emergency in that region. Uh, Hang on just a second.
0: That wouldn't be that's when you say the authority that's they don't, the W. H. O. Would not have to talk to our president or Canada's prime minister or anybody else. If they wanted to declare a health emergency in the United States or Canada, we that exactly. that's crazy. You can
2: see that crossed out in the language of the existing uh, international health regulations by the Biden administration. If you remember, they did it quietly, no press release, no press conference. It was discovered uh, three months later, uh, but we had the most unusual results. Most of my lifetime, I'm used to criticizing the UN. And similar organizations because of tin pot third world dictators. And we're like, man, you know, this is run by the third world. We need to pull out of it. But here's what's happening now we have become the communists. So it's the United States, Canada, and Australia really pushed it. All of the countries we would consider as the Western democratic nations pushed for it. But they were ultimately scuttled. Why? Because. 47 African nations led by Botswana, Jeez. along with India, Brazil, and Russia, said, hey, we don't want a part of this. We're concerned about this. We're concerned about the rush timeline of this. So it was ultimately voted down because of the third world countries. But Isn't it was in pushed by the Western countries.
0: That is incredible. Just incredible. So how is the West going to get it done Anyway, <laughs> you know, they, they, it's weird. They, they just don't take no for an answer. They just find another way to do it.
2: I think what we've learned from the last two years is we're not governed by the rule of law. We're governed by the rule of political will. And whoever wields it and controls it wins. Uh, unfortunately, that's where we are. So it's not a matter of a formal treaty or even some sort of international a regulation. It's funny. The fact checkers were all over us, saying, "Well, the WHO can't force you to do anything." Well, yeah, that's why I was saying states need to preemptively just say we're not doing it. Uh, but the but the reason why I drew attention to this is because it demonstrated the intent of the Biden administration.
0: I'm more concerned about them yes. than the WHO. So, but the, but you that- you were hit yep. by factcheck.org. Uh, the who has no authority to dictate U.S. health policy. Um, and in fact, uh, because you're the um, uh, the editor in chief of the uh, blaze, you were uh, you were hit. The blaze was hit by Facebook when they, when they said, no, this is not true because SciCheck Digest says it's not true. Do you-
2: it, it, it's kind of like the Amelia Bedelia books I read to my kids, right? So, and they do this on purpose. They take this hyper literalist approach. When you raise a political concern, hey, why is the Biden administration uh, truncating all the timelines for approval, as well as uh, vitiating any requirement to consult with the host nation in order to declare a public health emergency? And They're like, well, the WHO can't do anything to you anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why we're saying we need to stand up to that. Uh, But but the broader point is that it demonstrates that the Biden administration is not done with this. They're not done with COVID. It's not like they're moving on to gun control or other things. I mean, they might be doing that as well, but they see this as a permanent great reset and they want to codify this permanently. So whether it's in a WHO regulation or not, this is what they plan to do domestically. And certainly when you start hearing about monkeypox and the next thing and the pediatric hepatitis uh, pandemic they're talking about, you definitely know that lockdowns, masks, forced therapeutics, they're not done with that.
0: Yeah. In fact, one of the articles I was reading um, earlier this morning as I prepared for this uh, interview was uh, the fact that the defenders of this are saying this is not – you know, th- this is uh, not some crazy idea. Let me let me read part of it. Global pandemic response had re- relatively little coordination, little unity. In fact, it was more like nineteen eighty three and 2009's uh, TV miniseries V where politicians, personalities, social media accounts and others seemed like they were actually trying to help the enemy. In this case, the uh, covid-19 that allowed the virus to kill over six point two seven million people and counting. That's why the World Health Organization is discussing the global pandemic treaty at the upcoming 75th World Health Assembly. Uh, Yet some celebrities, a bunch of social media accounts have been trying to guess what? Argue against such a treaty. Yeah, having no global agreement in place before the next pandemic is going to work out well, right? So it goes into how how screwed up the response was. And if the who would have just had authority to make sure everybody was doing the same thing and the right thing, how many lives could have been saved? But we know the who was incompetent itself.
2: Well, what's remarkable about all of this is that they never take ownership for the results of their incumbency we were not in control i can tell you that much we yelped about it for two years but no one listened to us uh you had some isolated areas that over time moved away from these policies but for the most part whether it was formally coordinated or not which it's hard to tell uh, nearly every corner of the world coalesced around closing schools around masking around mass vaccination around denying treatment it's funny like you look at the denial of the hydroxy and ivermectin in america i mean that occurred in almost every corner of the world so they got what they wanted and yet we have six times more cases now even though it's kind of off season in the summer uh, than we did this time in, in late may early june of 2021 even though all the vulnerable people have at least three if not four shots and it keeps going and going and going, they never take ownership for their policies. They act as if no one's vaccinated, as if we didn't try all these things, and as if somehow we were in power, we had zero control over that. So, in fact, they actually did this. I think what they're saying is that they want more like the Shanghai type of response next time, And that's what they're working on.
0: So because they say that another pandemic is right around the corner. It used to be a hundred year pandemic. Now it's another one is right around the corner. And we have to have all of these uh, uh, all of these things to be able to control. Daniel, do you think that this is why the Biden administration is back in court trying to force people on airplanes to wear masks again?
2: There's no question. I think people think that the masks have been repudiated. Um, And they have been, with the scientific literature, uh, we're actually seeing evidence of negative correlation with outcomes. Certainly, uh, obviously, carbon dioxide problems and many other language development problems with children are unbelievable. The U.K. uh, education department is openly talking about that. But it hasn't been repudiated politically. And I'm seeing even places like Lincoln, Nebraska school districts bringing it back. Uh, Some places never got rid of it. Uh, you still have disabled people that have to wear it when they go to their numerous uh, medical appointments. So this is not even over with yet. They absolutely want to continue it. And I think it's funny when you look at um, Justin Trudeau, he announced uh-huh. his new gun control measure this this week. They were all standing around wearing masks while announcing that. I think it's a very powerful tool of control and submission They absolutely do not want to let go, and there's very few states so far that have banned them. A few of them have. New Hampshire legislature did, but the Rhino governor just vetoed it. I mean, we have our work cut out for us. I think too many of us are moving on to the next issue because, unfortunately, there are so many issues, but this is not done yet.
0: The senior editor for TheBlaze.com and host of the conservative review podcast, Daniel Horowitz. Daniel, thank you as always. Um, You know, he wrote about this and he wrote about it accurately. The one thing about Daniel is he is uh, he pays a lot of attention to the details and makes sure that he gets it exactly right. Um, And this has hurt our Facebook pages, our social media, because they said that he was, was lying. He's not lying. That is, what he wrote is absolutely true. Now, they say we're not going to lose our sovereignty, but uh, really? You, you can't speak about things. Isn't that a loss of personal sovereignty, a loss of freedom of speech? Don't listen to these people anymore. <clears throat> they are dangerous, and they're going to become more dangerous As we get closer and closer to the next real emergency, and that emergency is going to be fuel, any kind of energy and food, and it will be here by the fall. Make sure you're prepared tonight. I'm going to show you on my uh, Wednesday night uh, TV show the disasters that are coming, and they are Biden made disasters And how they will cripple us and what the administration in the bureaucracy is already laying the foundation for. Because they're not only just creating it, they have a solution for those problems. And I don't think you're going to like them. And you didn't vote for any of them. Tonight, famine and blackouts, 9 p.m. You don't want to miss it, only on Blaze TV. If you're, by the way, you're not a, um, a member of Blaze TV, go to com slash, is it Glenn or Beck? I think either would work, uh, probably. G- Glenn, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Blaze slash dot com slash Glenn, and use the promo code Bidenflation, Bidenflation, and you'll save 20% instead of. You know, losing 20% of your money, <laughs> you gain 20%. And if you don't spend it, it's just going to evaporate to nothing. So yeah. you might as well subscribe yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to lose 20%. <laughs> yeah. This way you gain 20%. So you might as well might as well do it. It's uh, Bidenflation uh, and blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right. Our sponsor is LifeLock. Wouldn't it be a nice place if people would just leave other people alone and not try to steal stuff? You know, it'd be so... I don't know why it is so hard. People make life so hard. Am I right, Stu? That's why, surely, you must know, you know, a few people that deserve to be killed. <laughs> I remember that video. It was, uh, it was, it was unsettling. <laughs> yeah, George mm-hmm. Bernard Shaw. But he's respected in love, so I'll get in trouble for saying that. But he, of course, is beloved. Anyway, um... People need to keep their stuff. You need to keep your stuff. And one of the things, the only thing really that you own is your word, your integrity, and your name. Well, that's what cyber criminals are after. All of that, your integrity, your name. Uh, And they get it through your name, your address, your social security numbers, your passwords. And they're all floating around. In the ether, someplace online. And there are places that gather all of them and match them. And then people like cyber criminals can just buy them and then drain everything from you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is there to stand guard and blow the whistle. If something's happened, they'll blow the whistle, they'll stop what hasn't happened yet, hopefully. And blow the whistle if they miss it. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off. It's lifelock.com.
1: This is the Glenn Back Program.
0: Well, we've got a, a couple of things coming up uh, next hour. We have uh, Joe Biden on handguns. He doesn't support a ban on all handguns. I mean, you get one of those old-timey, you know, cowboy guns. He's fine with that. Although, who really needs six bullets? Seriously. Well, we know Canada
1: has limited all uh, all guns to only having five bullets. Okay, so, so that gets rid of the six-shooter, yeah Yes, too.
0: that's too much. Wow, that's you too much. You never need that many no, bullets, Glenn. No, no. One, really. So when you're in, you know, the state-run prison, you can kill yourself. <laughs> really, that's, <laughs> that's the, the only, only gun need. you need. Yeah, it's the only gun you need. Uh, and um, we have somebody famous from the sports world that, you know, I do Have you ever heard of this? Have I ever. Heard? Have you ever what? Yes, of course I've heard of. You you really yes. have you. You've heard of uh, Jonathan Isaac? Yes, very much so. Yes, I know
1: you don't know anything about sports, but Nothing. you know about Jonathan Isaac from his uh-huh. his what he's going to be here to talk about today, uh-huh. his new book, which is talking about why he stood up against the mob
0: over and over again. Yeah, you no, know, I I, I love him for that, but yes. I I mean, you know is he really in the nba is yes. he a good player oh yeah he's legit yeah oh yeah he's
1: All a right. he's a really good player and uh i know you don't know literally anything about sports no
0: nothing nothing but, nba uh, yes. that's the one with a little white ball that uh no no well that's definitely uh, not. that's hockey yeah, anyway. yeah. That's Jonathan, how, you're right. That's hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Isaac is, uh, well, it is a See, little white you know ball, okay? Because I don't use black pucks because I'm not racist. I'm not <laughs> having a bunch of white Russians <laughs> skate around, you know, hitting something black and make it slam into a wall. No, sir. No, not me. That's you, racist.
4: This <laughs> is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Good ranchers. Father's Day is coming up. Kids, here's what I want. Good ranchers, this is the place to get American beef, chicken, seafood, 100% American meat. And this is really important. Right now, they're giving away two free 18-ounce prime center cut ribeyes. Oh my gosh, just let me swallow the spit in my mouth. Oh, that sounds- Every person that uses the promo code GLEN, that's over two pounds of prime ribeye steaks just added to your order at no cost. Father's Day, no time to wait. Claim your ribeye before they run out. This this is a very limited stock item. First come, first serve. You want to be first when it comes to good ranchers. They deliver the best from the best American farms and ranches right to your door. Take five minutes right now. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn or use the promo code Glenn at checkout to get your two free 18 ounce ribeyes. Do it now.
1: Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This
0: is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So, Michael Sussman was acquitted yesterday. What a surprise! I mean, you know, you had two donors to uh, Clinton on the jury... Uh, I think you had a Bernie Sanders person. The judge's wife was uh, friends with uh, the two lovebirds that were texting, sexting one another. That was great. I mean, what could have gone wrong there? But what does that mean? Does it? I mean, because it it was clear what happened and it was clear that the media was involved and Hillary Clinton herself was involved. So is this the end of the Durham investigation? Is this all we got? We go to somebody who has been following this and knows the answers to that question and many others, Sean Davis from The Federalist in 60 Seconds. So Jamie wrote in about our experience with Relief Factor. She said, my husband and I both started using Relief Factor and we were pleasantly surprised at the results. We had minor aches and pains. I had problems with my knee that just wasn't improving. And after about two weeks of taking Relief Factor, we began to see wonderful reductions in pain. I, she writes, my knee is no longer in stabbing pain all the time. We won't go without it. It's Relief Factor. Please just try it, see if it works for you. Three-week quick start developed for you, Nineteen ninety five. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. About 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-4-RELIEF, or get the 1995 three-week quick start developed just for you. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Sean Davis. From the Federalist, the CEO and co-founder is joining us now. Sean, I saw this and I wasn't surprised by the acquittal just because of the jury, but I don't really know exactly what does that mean? I mean, it implicated Clinton uh, and the media, but are we done now?
5: Well, I think we're probably done with running cases in the District of Columbia, where the jury clearly did nullification, which is they basically don't even listen to the facts. They decided coming in, they didn't like the case, and that was going to be it. So I, I think if you actually want convictions, uh, that that case has to be the end of bringing indictments into D.C., because it, it would it's similar to what you see in elections in north korea or iraq where yeah. the dictator gets 99 percent of the vote it's obscene and,
0: and it was weird i mean you had one juror come out and say so what if he lied to the fbi everybody does it there are bigger crimes than lying to the fbi really when you're talking about the the future of our country and corruption and trying to take out a seated president really i mean uh, look well, Compare that to the Michael Flynn trial.
5: Recall that Michael Flynn was completely set up, um, that his name was leaked in order to destroy him and the Trump administration early on in the presidency. And when evidence came out that he was completely set up, that he didn't lie, and that the DOJ and the prosecutors themselves said there's no case here, a corrupt judge in the uh, D.C. district court said, no, actually— I'm not going to let you pull these charges. So compare that to what just happened with this DNC lawyer. And it tells you everything you need to know about the so-called justice system uh, uh, when it comes to political people in D.C. It doesn't exist.
0: I mean, I I really didn't think it would even make it to court. I didn't even think about the court being so screwed up. Uh, You know, I didn't didn't think about the D.C. court. uh, And it's uh, I mean, it. That's just that was just a blow. I knew it was coming because, uh, you know, once I saw the jury selection, I was there's there's no way this is going to go anywhere. Now, tell me what it means going forward. Anything going forward?
5: uh, Oh, absolutely. I I think we learned so much from how Durham prosecuted this. Um, We learned, for example, that Hillary greenlit that entire completely bogus alpha bank hoax against Trump during the 2016 election. Um, we learned a lot of additional information in there. And and I think just reading the tea leaves, and of course I could be wrong, Durham is building a much, much bigger case. And I think the whole Alpha Bank thing with Sussman lying about it um, showed just how completely corrupt the FBI and the media are. They were working together. Um, yeah. They were sharing information. They were seeding things with each other to do this sort of circular confirmation thing i think we're going to get a lot more about how the entire uh russiagate investigation launched by the fbi against trump in 2016 was itself a hoax from the beginning from the beginning so i expect that durham will unravel that but we'll see
0: okay so you know the my speculation was at the very beginning that he was hoping that sussman would turn and he could get the things that he needed from him as he would turn on, uh, you know, the Clinton campaign. He didn't turn, but he did. I mean, he gave all that information in the end anyway. It all came out in the end. So was this originally just a, uh, a foundation laying case and a search for the truth that Sussman couldn't get out of out of people in his investigation?
5: Well, it could be because we actually uh, or not we Durham was able to get access to a whole bunch of emails he didn't have previously that that the DNC and Hillary campaign and Fusion GPS were all pretending were privileged communications with their attorneys. Durham was able to significantly pierce that during the trial. And, and to me, kind of the foundation goes back to when that inspector general report came out from the Department of Justice, I.G., and in that report, the IG said, oh, the, the, there's no evidence the Russia thing was political and it was it was legally predicated. And on that day, Durham himself came out and issued a statement that he, based on his review of the evidence, didn't think that was true. We've not really heard anything about that since that day, I think at the end of uh, 2019. And I believe that is where we're gonna end up. We are gonna find out what exactly started this bogus investigation.
0: So so do you know yet, as Durham telegraphed at all, what comes next?
5: Well, we have ne- I, he, he hasn't telegraphed it. We have another indictment sitting out of Igor Danchenko,
0: who is the so-called
5: primary subsource for all of the nonsensical lies peddled by Christopher Steele in his dossier against Trump. This guy is a, um, uh, a Russian national living in, in the U.S., uh, used to work at Brookings, shocker. Who had uh, peddled all sorts of nonsense, including that infamous videotape uh, that didn't exist uh, of Trump in a hotel in Moscow. Right. So that trial's still upcoming, and that trial's being held in Virginia. So I think that'll be a different—that'll uh, mm. play out differently than the D.C. case against Sussman.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you've been watching what's happening in the Northern Virginia school district, I'm not sure it's that different. Uh, but uh, you know, maybe maybe this time will be different. Um, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you watching uh, watching this. If you had to pull one thing that everybody should get out of this, it is
5: that if people at the FBI don't go to prison for this, the rule of law in this country is dead.
0: I hate to say I agree with you. Um, thank you so much, Sean. I appreciate it, Sean Davis, CEO and co-founder. You, you bet of uh, the Federalist. I mean that was that was the gut punch yesterday. I expected it. To happen but that was the real gut punch um and then it was followed by the juror that said you know what's the big deal lying to the fbi what's the big deal i mean first in the 90s it was you know so he lied about sex he's married it's no big deal Okay, well, you don't lie to the FBI. You don't lie under oath. But it was just about sex. It was nothing important. This is about taking down the president of the United States. This is about using the full force and image of the Justice Department and everything else to stand against and mount a campaign against a sitting president. That's not just about having sex. But now the same group of people with the Clintons involved again. Eh, lying doesn't really matter. It doesn't. doesn't seem to matter. Other than that, though, what,
1: what's gone on here? It doesn't seem like that big of a deal when you explain it that way. It's just about taking down a president.
4: Right. Yeah, that's but, it.
1: And look, we all know that there are all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, of, of, of awful things that happen in the backgrounds of campaigns. Right? I mean, we all know that people leak information, they do opposition research,
0: they this Nixon is a reality left office because someone tried to hack in at the time it was physical because you couldn't hack in. Mm-hmm. Uh tried to get information uh from the Democratic, you know, office in Washington, DC. There was nothing of value there. Yeah. But Nixon and then they didn't continue to spy and you know, any of that stuff. He left office because he was going to be impeached for doing that. You can't even get a low level attorney right. in trouble for lying to the FBI about a bogus thing that just didn't happen just before the election. It ran during his current his his uh, presidency. They
1: didn't stop. The Nixon thing was another time. Right. And one, I think, I mean, you've told the story many times of your dad. Right. Yeah. Uh, around around the Nixon Times saying like, it, it changed everything. And maybe it was part of the thing that got the ball
0: rolling on this uh, in the wrong direction, well, in the wrong direction. It did, because yeah. that's why everybody went to journalism school. All the people who are at the mm-hmm. head now, uh, they all went to journalism school because they saw that two reporters could topple a president. And they learned the wrong lesson. <laughs> They now think that they can topple any president because they don't like him. And like I, as I was
1: saying, we all know terrible people are involved in these campaigns all the time. There are they're the, they're, they're people that are, the, you know, some of them are fine. Most a lot of them are terrible. They're, it's just a, it's a terrible industry. It's it's created with it, with people who who want to just destroy others. Like literally their job is to destroy the lives of other people. Uh, As you go through uh, these campaigns many of the strategists are on this. And that's part of the reason why, like, I'm less, I don't know, activated, interested, riveted by what happens to the Clintons themselves as I am to what the media did with all this information and how they handled it. I mean, they took this information from them. They told us it was true. They they also tried to destroy president and many many people's lives including low level underlings of trump uh, we've talked to several of them and th- there has never been a moment where they said holy crap we got that one wrong hey wow we 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 thought donald trump was really bad therefore we jumped the gun on this we believed all the bad stuff and that's our fault and here's what we're going to do in the future to correct it yeah no they don't think they made a mistake Uh, no you know it's not one family or one group of shady and i never thought the clinton
0: the clintons are going to die rich and unhappy and that's that's enough for me uh (laughs) uh they are they're never going to go to jail anybody thinks they are you're sadly mistaken they're never going to go to jail i didn't expect that, but. The fact that the FBI gets away with it and uh, the media gets away Mm. with it in collusion with the Clintons is insane. What have you taught uh, attorneys? What have you taught campaigns? As long as you're on the uh, the right side of the FBI, they'll help you. That's not good. Mm -hmm. Not good. All right. Real estate agents I trust. If you've noticed uh, that when you do the job right the first time, you don't have the hassle of doing it over and over again. You know what I mean? Comes to buying and selling homes, especially in the current market. Truer words have never been spoken. That's why you need the top of the line when it comes to a real estate agent. A number of years ago, I, f- I formed a country, a uh, com- country, uh, I wish, a company called uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it exists as a free service to you. Um, they know the best practices. Um, they're the best real estate agent, in our opinion, in your area. Somebody who understands the crazy housing market, someone who's a team leader and a closer. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a house, maybe you're selling a house and moving across the street or across the country. We have agents that you need to talk to. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a free service to you. The name says it all. com. Go there now. 10 seconds station ID. OK, so the White House yesterday uh, made it very clear that the, um, the president has no intention of banning all handguns. Oh. OK, well, whoo, that's good, right? Um, and they're having meetings now with some of the tippity top Republicans who I trust uh, to uh, come up with some common sense uh, handgun uh, mm. controls and uh, and and controls and, and what they've come up with are are um, eight names of eight acts they want to and they're all good. The raise the age act. Oh my gosh, that's great. Prevent. The Gun Trafficking Act. Mm. The Untraceable Firearms Act. Oh! The Ethan's Law. Ethan's Law! The Safe Gun Safe Kids Act. I like Safe Kids. Do you like Kimberly Vaughn? Because she has a Firearm Safe Storage Act. I, yes I sure do. We're gonna close the Bump Stock Loophole Act. Yes! Wait, wait. And this
1: one The is loophole's the- a good one. Word for that because you can do, you can fire like a bump stock with your belt loop.
0: So, oh, I like that. And that's why I, a I was a Getting so excited and patriotic <laughs> about the Keep Americans Safe Act. Ah! Oh, thank goodness we have all of those, Wonderful. and it's going to help us uh, help us out a lot. Now there was, I will say, can I hmm? say, tell you a little conversation I had recently yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with a
1: friend who is conservative. Yeah, a conservative who is not a big gun person. Yeah, and you know, and follows the news, but is not like listening to every single broadcast and following the details, and. As they went through, they were like, ah, Biden sucks. And, you know, all this gun stuff they want to do is crazy. I mean, why don't they just uh, raise the age to 21? And why don't they just, you know... I love that one. Why don't they just uh, have mental health checks on everybody Mm -hmm. when you're buying a gun? I'd be fine with it. I'd go back in every six months and have one if they need to. Oh, you'd go back in to have a mental health check every six months. And the reason why I bring the conversation Mm -hmm. up is because a lot of this stuff... If you're not in the Second Amendment argument every day, it, it sounds never completely affects you. reasonable. Yes. And if it doesn't affect you, yeah. which, by the way, it doesn't affect most people. Most people well, do I not own firearms. May
0: I, may I come up with some common yes. sense gun laws that I think mm-hmm. common sense? So is I, I don't know what an adult is anymore. You're an adult at 26, according to the insurance companies. Right. You're <laughs> an adult, according to the rental car companies, at 25. Right. Um, according to the bar you're 21 mm-hmm. if you want to vote or fight for your country you're an adult at 18 so you can have the ar-15 yeah then, yeah but not right. okay and mm-hmm. you can you can be firing it on a battlefield while being shot at uh and vote at the same time mm. so that's great that is great now to vote you don't need an id You can register the day of. It's no problem. But if I go into a gas station and I try to buy a beer at a gas station and I look 18 or 20, they have to ask you for an I.D. They must or they will get fined and in trouble. But the I.D., you know, voter I.D., please, we don't need it for that. That's racist to ask for that. So you need an ID for drinking at a gas station, um, but you don't need one for voting. You definitely need more than an ID to buy a gun. And then I would like to ask, if you're serious, okay, you want to raise it to 21? Great. Voting, 21. Military, they can't go in at 18, got to be 21. If you're old enough to shoot and kill in a war, you're certainly old enough uh to uh, carry a gun yeah. yes um and by the way if hollywood really cared because i see that every time i watch a show it will tell me sex violence and my favorite smoking <gasps> kids we can't watch this There's are smoking on the screen smoking I love that one. That's my favorite when it comes up smoking. I think really that you're concerned about smoking. Of course, we have to have people stop watching movies because people are smoking and that will encourage other people to smoke. Hollywood, I will take you seriously on guns (laughs) when you ban the use of all guns in all of your movies. Hollywood should ban guns in the fictional world before it happens here go ahead hollywood why won't you do it you ban smoking (laughs) that kills people you say this is the worst plague of all time guns america's out of control with that the rest of the world agrees with that good then ban all guns all guns no guns in any of your movies not even with the police because I could grow up watching that and thinking wow that gun is really cool and I you know I don't care if it's a police officer I want one of them things and I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna smoke at the same time go ahead Hollywood you first ban your rubber guns before you come for mine I mean, the least you could do is do it with Alec Baldwin. Uh, All right, sporting. Today is your last chance to take advantage of blinds.com's Memorial Day sale. You can get fifty percent off site wide. Fifty percent off. Uh, I live in Texas, where it's the fires a hell hot already, Uh, and you know when you know the sprinklers are really only there to stop your lawn from catching fire. It doesn't make it green. Um, but they have heat-busting custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Uh, you lose about 60 or 70% of all of the heat or the coolness in your house just by that sun beating in. Ordering online doesn't mean that you have to sacrifice on style or service. Blinds.com has the latest styles of premium blinds, drapes, shutters, a whole lot more. And they're... Thirty thousand five-star reviews, the number one online retailer of blinds and shades and shutters, and fifty percent off today is the last day. Blinds.com, the Memorial Day sale. Get it right now, fifty percent off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Head over to
1: BlazeTV.com/slash Glenn. Use the promo code Bidenflation for twenty bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Finally, a sports figure both Stu and I can agree on. Uh, from the Orlando uh, Magic, we have Jonathan Isaac, uh, a great player. Stu knows everything about him. I have no idea, but I do know, he, I know you because you are the guy who took two stands uh, when it was really not in your best interest to do so. Uh, so welcome. I'm glad Man, you're here, hey, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me, Stu. I'm excited to talk yeah, with you guys. Thank you. Um, so you've just put out the book "Why I Stand," um, and take me through uh, take me through the first stand, which was the flag, right? Yes, sir. Uh, everybody was stand uh, was kneeling, taking a knee for the flag, and you
4: refused to do it. Yeah. So. There's a a lot of backstory and a lot of details that the book offers. So if you wanna get all of it, you gotta go get Why I stand. But for me, when what happened to George Floyd was obviously tragic and it was obviously terrible. But what I tried my best to do was take a step back and think, what is the best way for me to respond in this moment? And looking out, I'm thinking to myself, man, the world needs healing. Um, And Mm -hmm. and to me, healing is not gonna come through a movement. It's not gonna come through an organization, a party, anything like that. When I looked at my own life, I said, man, my life has been supported, changed and healed by the gospel of Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ. And I was saying, man, this is the message that I wanna push. And this is the message that I wanna share in this moment. And so when I thought about healing, I know that racism and all the things that plague our society are heart issues and they're ultimately spiritual issues. And I said to myself, you know what? I can't think of a better message or antidote for these times other than that message, so I decided to share it. The one thing I love in your book, you talk about how
0: you didn't feel, you kind of felt like a fraud. Um, and it wasn't until you found a relationship with God that you realized, no, 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 I I have everything I need. Uh,
4: to be able to succeed and to thrive, right? Yes, sir, absolutely. I I grew up Christian, so my parents always had me in the church like every single day, but as I begin to grow up and and, and just kind of want what the world has to offer and went after it and all the things like that, but I have this great like coming to God moment in the book and stories full of details and just God orchestrating my footsteps and ultimately me coming to understand that God loves me for me. I don't have to work for it. I don't have to strive for it. I don't have to make a basket it in order to It changes everything, this love. doesn't
0: it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I I mean, I was I was so related to this section of the book because that's the way I was. And I was very formulaic when I was I I, I knew what the right thing to do was, right. you know, to be able to advance a career and everything else, and it was just I was just miserable because it wasn't real and I was just covering for all the things that I thought I was deficient in, wow. you know? And when you, for me, I had to have a bad break. Uh, but when you have that God moment and you surrender, oh my gosh, it's
4: crazy great. Yes, Crazy sir. great. And, and to your point about having that like bad break, like I, I was injured at the time. And so it's like God uses those moments to kind of yeah. get our attention. Yeah. And, and, and in that he revealed himself to me. And I'm like, man, like, this is, is great and I've been on this journey of just growing in relationship with them and ultimately to go from a young boy who struggled with anxiety, struggled with fear, self insecurity to a man that was willing to stand up for what he believes in in these moments and display a form of courage that I hope that everyone can take from the book and internalize and ultimately do the same. And it is, it's only because, you know, I think that
0: the, what God does for people, a belief in God is, um, Give you the confidence that you need, and not an arrogant confidence, but give you the confidence to be able to go in on the basketball court and no, I got this. Yeah. You know, go anywhere, I got this, and then go into the lion's den and say, "Yeah, okay, I'm.
4: Uh, I'm not going to kneel. I'm not going to wear the the uh, you know the Black Lives Matter jersey either." Yes, sir. And, and, and to your point about what God does. What, what, what I was the message that I was trying to get across in the moment is when you have these times like George Floyd or any tragedy or anything like that, what's so easy for us to do is immediately take the take the role of, of the judge. And say this person is awful. They did this. Throw them away. They're terrible. Um, but what I have seen in my own life is when I was able to look at my own sin, my own shortcomings, my own failures, I was able to sympathize with people who go through the same thing. And what the what the gospel does is it puts everybody on the same playing field. Right. And it says it we, is we're real all in need. Yes, we're, justice. It is
0: real equity. You right. know what I mean? It's we are it, when we come here. We are all equalized, right? You know, in, 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 in our
4: own in our own way. Yes, sir. In, in need of a savior, and so it's pretty much saying like we we need to stand up for what we believe in because at the end of the day, I didn't kneel and I didn't wear the t-shirt. We need to do those things, but at the same time, we do it in love and we render to people what we would have them render to us, and ultimately, the way God handles us is the right way to handle. So,
0: people. what was the result from your teammates?
4: Yeah, uh, it was. So first off, it was a very emotional time. There there were guys on my team who were extremely charged about the BLM movement and being all in. And so we had a heated conversation afterwards. We had a team only meeting just the players and and, and certain guys, you know, felt the way about it and were upset about the stand that I took. And we were able to have a conversation and almost leave it at, look, you guys believed in what you were kneeling for but I believe in what I'm standing for too. And I, I respect you guys' decisions and the but I, I expect that same respect and have in return. Those,
0: have those wounds healed
4: with everybody on the team? Well, I think as time has gone on, right. everyone has been able to kind of breathe a little bit and re- and see kind of the landscape for what it was and to see the way that the organization or people right. were moving in that time. It was very angry. It was very you yeah. know vitriol, mm-hmm. but um, have been able to take a step back and kind of see some of the things that are going on. And
0: right then now. you took another controversial stand. You wouldn't take
4: the COVID vaccine. No, I, I didn't. And, and that, that for me was a kind of uh, the same trail where it was like, you know what, I need to take a step back, see what's going on, because this thing is being forced. Um, you know, people are losing right. their jobs. People are medical and religious exemptions are being denied. This feels fishy to me. And then we get to the point where the Rolling Stone article drops and they say that I came to my decision by watching Donald Trump press conferences and studying black history. And that was when I was like, you know what, on principle, they not saying that the vaccine is terrible and everybody's going to die if they take it. But on principle, this thing hasn't been gone about the right way. And uh, so I decided not to take it and just be a voice for people who I think they
0: would have actually had more people get the vaccine if they hadn't been so creepy. i absolutely
4: it. agree. Yeah, I'd absolutely, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was just I, creepy. I, I, it I just creeped agree. a lot of people I out. absolutely yeah. agree with that. And at the end of the day, it's just when you're coming across something like that and you're, you're studying exactly what COVID is and everything that they're saying, it should have just been a choice. It should have just been a choice. And you know, one of the questions that I got was, you know, you took, you took vaccines when you were younger, um, uh, but I was like, at the end of the day, that was my mother's choice to give it to me. And she wasn't yeah. forced to do it. And so, uh, I, I think just the way that it was forced, the way that it was pushed. And even throughout the season, I was the only one who, who didn't get vaccinated and I didn't get COVID. So many guys on the team who are vaccinated. So many people who
0: have been, who had the COVID vaccine, you know, uh, episode one through seven, uh, <laughs> are getting the, you know, are getting COVID over and over and over again. I don't know what the stats are. You probably do. I don't know what the stats are. Are they...
1: At the bottom line, though is, as you point out, it should be your choice, yeah. I mean, if you want to get it, you can get it. if you don 't want to get it, you, you, you shouldn 't want to get it. The religious exemption thing is a really important part of this that you mentioned. Right. I mean, if, if you believe that this is not for you who who 's the NBA, who is the government to tell you that you have to take it
4: right, and, th- and that 's the principle that I was talking about about just like not saying that the vaccine is some awful thing, but you know obviously some people have had adverse reactions to it i 'm young i 'm healthy i 've already had COVID in the past, I have natural immunity. I don't see the wisdom in putting this into my body and still being able to get the the, the virus and transmitted mm-hmm. anyway. And so, uh, but just for the principle of the people who were struggling in that time, the people who went from essential workers to, uh, you know, being able to be excluded, I was like, you know, just on principle, I don't think this is right for me. So the name of the book
0: is Why I Stand by Jonathan Isaac. It is a tremendous book. How is it doing? It's doing
4: fantastic. So we became a national bestseller this week. Um, and again, they tell me that you're, you're the guy, and you're going <laughs> to be. I'm the guy. You, you are. You're, you're, the, you're the guy to push this thing. So, uh, I'm, I'm well, just...
0: I will tell you that it is uh, exceptional, and you're number one on Christian,
4: number one in sports. So this this week, so w- when we first dropped, we were number one in Christian, number one in political books, number one in basketball biographies, and then I think we got as high as 15 overall books. But I think after this interview, we're going to get to we're going to get to one in overall books. Well, that would be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't do that for my book in the New York Times. (laughs) I can do it on all other lists,
0: but not the New York Times, so don't count on it. Uh, But uh, the name of the book is Why I Stand, and it is truly an inspirational book. It I mean, there is a real shortage of two things, and they uh, are correlated. Um, People who actually believe in God and the power of God. I'm not saying that, yeah, I believe in God. No, no. You actually believe in God. And the other is we have a lack of people who actually have courage, and those two go hand in hand. You cannot break those two apart. You'll have courage because you believe in God. Um, And this book does a great job of explaining in just a story form
4: of your own life. Right. And and to the point about that, it's like what I do really love about the book is that it's not a fairy tale. It's not like this guy is just the most courageous guy in the world and he has such great belief and he's just did this amazing thing. And it's not something that people can strive toward. There are moments in the book where, again, I talk about my early childhood, about how much I struggle with anxiety and how developing a relationship with Christ has been the thing. And the people that were around me in that time to help me get through that, I mean, ultimately get me to be able to stand in the first place. So, it's something that people can draw off of. People can see themselves in the story. People can be encouraged and inspired that they can do the same because it's the same thing that I went through. And you had to have a conversation with your wife at some
0: point going, honey, this is <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars
4: that are at stake, right? Well, she wasn't my wife at the time. She was my fiance, Okay, um, but the the night be- did she encourage you to take stand? Yes. So, the, the, so the <laughs> you the, married the right woman. I, I did. <laughs> yeah. So the the night before I stood, I was on the phone with my pastor. He was my first call, and my my fiance was my second. I called him and we're talking about, you know, you don't understand how big this is going to be. Like, I'm I'm going to oh, be a no. coon. I'm going to be an Uncle Tom. I, um, mm-hmm. you know, I hadn't signed my contract yet, and so that was still up in the air. So that could have been that could have been destroyed. Um, but he said, you cannot stand for God and God not stand for you. And so we, we went with it. And the same thing I said to my wife, she was like, you're, you're standing alone in there, but you're not standing alone yeah. because I'm standing with you. And so there, there are many people who have been encouraged by it, many Christians who are standing and many people who just believe the message that ultimately the love of God is what heals and, and being able to show the love of God in these moments, still standing for what you believe in, but but rendering unto others the way that you would wanna be. Mm-hmm. You, you would, you would wanna, so if, if you did something that was wrong and it was caught on tape, you would want mercy. You mm-hmm. would want forgiveness. You would want people to handle you in a certain mm-hmm. way. So we have to be the ones that understand from a christian perspective and want to show Boy, that same love and, and grace to other people you get it you're you're fantastic <laughs> to God yeah yeah to God and is, i'm not just
0: saying that because you just signed an 80 million dollar contract <laughs> and i'd like alone but uh, the, <laughs> uh his name is jonathan isaac uh he is with the orlando uh, magic why i stand it's tremendous Buy it wherever you get your books. Go to Amazon or wherever you buy your books. Now, why I stand. Thank you, sir. Thank you. God bless you. I don't know about you, but I take uh, pride in being the standard bearer for both comfort and style. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at me. Really? I mean, look how soft I look. (laughs) I am really comfortable. Um, uh, My slippers is a really comfortable pair of uh, slippers. They're from My Pillow. You can wear them all day. And boy, I... Threaten these with my kids, you know, hey, let's go to the mall together. I'm going to wear my slippers, and it's catwalk time when I get there. Oh, you're going to clean your room first? Okay. Uh, Mike Lindell took over uh, uh, two years to develop my slippers. They're made with three-tier cushioning, um, really soft foam, two layers of my pillow foam, and a layer of impact gel to ensure that your, uh, your, your feet are just comfortable and you're not fatigued at the end of the day. Try these slippers, extremely durable, made for outside. You can wear them all day. Um, For a limited time, you can save 90 bucks on a pair of my slippers, and they're having a blowout sale, and it's not going to last. So go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Lister Specials, and use the promo code BECK to receive an incredible limited-time offer. Slippers come with a one-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So, you know, they don't they they aren't the most comfortable they're not the most durable or your kids don't clean your room uh, their room when you threaten a catwalk i mean i'm just i'm just saying send them back promo code beck get a special right now it's mypillow.com mypillow.com stay informed
1: sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com.
0: What an incredibly nice guy. Yeah. Really normal, down-to-earth, enormous hands. <laughs> uh, uh, we're talking about uh, Jonathan Isaac, who is just in uh, from NBA, Orlando Magic, and he just put a book out, Why I Stand. And I'm telling you, you're going to love the book. You'll just love the book. I,
1: it was funny because, I mean, when that happened— it was a, a big story and I don't think people really understood what an impossible stand that was he in
0: that moment. hadn't signed his contract <laughs> that's a big
1: part of it and he was hurt uh, Yeah. so like you know it, they, had an, they had an excuse to be excuse, like I, yeah. we don't
0: know he's been on the bench now for do you call it a bench and he's, he's been injured yeah for injured the last, a for the last two years. Yeah, I mean, I don't treat me like I'm an imbecile. I do know things like do you injured and in bench and stuff. Good, I'd good. like to ask him. I'm gonna because I'm gonna see him out in the hallway in a minute. I really want to ask him. Why do any of you guys? You're so good at basketball. Why do any of you miss the foul shot? You know where <laughs> it is. You're foul. right. Right? Isn't that what you call it? <laughs>
1: No, that's good. Okay. That's, no, you're doing a really good job right. analyzing
0: this situation. You should continue because you're doing right. you're doing great. All right, people, pe- people. I saw somebody mention this the other day, and I went, "Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. They are. They're standing at the top of the key every time. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is shoot it in the back. It's not like, oh, hey, this time, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be over here. How do you not get that shot every time?
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a, it's a Amazing analysis. Right. I think people who are really into sports, you might be too deep for the for the average audience I think member so. right now. Have you ever heard have you ever heard anybody on sports radio have or ESPN listened to essay? Thousands of hours of sports and radio. never, never, heard never, that. never, never, heard never that. has anyone broken it down quite like that. Right. Yeah. Right. You you you've got a, you. you've got a special talent. Thank you. Would you consider mm-hmm. a separate podcast about sports every week? No, I wouldn't because I, I would li- i will say i would listen to that <laughs> oh, oh, oh yes i would we should do one we should just do one episode mm-hmm. just on sports yeah. we'll watch it together we'll do the play-by-play you'll take some notes yeah and we can go and just discuss your observations yeah, of yeah. the game this of hand.
0: this next super bowl well you're always gone at super bowl sorry I forget he's white and has all that privilege. (laughs) Sorry, mister, I go to the Super Bowl every year. We can do the championship games. It'll be fun. All right. We'll do it. We'll do it. All right. We'll see you tonight, 9 p.m. This is the Glenn Beck Program.